Welcome to the Kelly and the Encouragers podcast with your host, Kelly Sisson, wife, mother, therapist, and hippie at heart who loves Earl Grey iced tea, deep conversations, and encouraging others. If you need a little encouragement today, you are in the right place. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. I'm so happy to have you with us. On today's episode, I have Kristen from Sorella Wellness here in North Dakota. Her message and her life and her passion is just so inspiring. And really that feeling that she has of wanting to empower women or women finding their own empowerment, essentially, is just absolutely fantastic. I know that you guys are going to love this episode. All right, Kristen, thank you so much for being here with us today. I um, I wonder if you can just introduce yourself to the listeners. Yes, yes. So I am a women's wellness coach working specifically with pre-postnatal women um, of all kinds of different stages and seasons of life. Um, and I live in East Grand Forks, Minnesota, which is just a little town um, right across the river from Grand Forks, North Dakota, because you live in North Dakota. I oh, do. Correct. I do. Yeah. I live around Jamestown. So. Nodak. I love it. Yes. I love it. Absolutely. So yeah. So we live out in the country. Just moved out here. I never thought that I would be like a country girl, but I'm loving, yeah, just the nature and the space and everything and I live out here with my husband um he's a firefighter and then my little crazy toddler Miss Evelyn um and my dog Daryl so yeah that's kind of what we're doing (laughs) Daryl's her dog's name that is oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) I I I don't know where it came from my husband just always wanted a dog and wanted to see him with Daryl so oh my god whatever (laughs) yeah you'll have to tell your husband that I absolutely love that that is like the best dog's name I've ever heard that's amazing I get some weird looks when I'm like yelling for him to come home um yes but it works so funny (laughs) that's awesome well and I'm glad that you found a place that you really enjoy living and that you know that quiet that quietness of the country a lot of times is really comforting so that oh is awesome. it is so beautiful yeah we remodeled a little home in Grand Forks um and planned on living there for a while but so I'm pregnant now and expecting and we just oh. outgrew it so it just happened to fall into our hands so yes. yeah it was definitely a blessing that's awesome and congratulations are can I ask when you're due I mean you don't have to give an exact date yes but... yeah so end of June I oh. never want to give an exact date because I feel like it's like bad luck <laughs> sure sure <laughs> I don't blame but you the doctors say June 25th so we'll okay see. <laughs> sure sure yeah that's awesome that's really great yeah well, that's, thank you it's really cool to be able to see I wonder if you can share your business and then we'll um, pop into um, some of that because I'm just really interested in how your passions came about and such so can you I know you explained it a little bit but can you explain about your business Cool. Yeah. So, yep. So, Sorella Wellness, um, I'll start by saying, so I worked at our, like, big box gym in town, which I did. I loved. I never kind of saw myself not working there. Uh-huh. Um, but after, you know, just a couple of years of, like, working one-on-one with clients and really seeing what women need, you know, I literally would come in for a personal training session. My clients would come and then out of nowhere, sometimes they would just start crying and asking if we could just talk the whole session. And I, of course, was like, yes, absolutely. Let's do that. So that's when I kind of thought, you know, maybe this is a little bit more than personal training. Um, And I just wanted a private area because I would bring them into like a back room in this big gym. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. So um, just falling in love and like seeing the high demand um, for women specifically Mm -hmm. pre-postnatal. 
I decided to kind of venture out on my own. And so I got certified as a prefrontal coach. I have my personal training cert um, and then I'm a licensed nutritionist. So all of that combined, um, yeah, I do a lot of one-on-ones and small groups to teach classes and it's been great. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't realize that you're a nutritionist as well. So that's awesome that you have like, that feels like you have like the whole like a holistic view as well, you know, cause it, it's, and I know that, um, one thing that I mentioned or that I saw on your website was that you talk about that. You talk about that your goal is to, um, make it your life mission, mission, excuse me, to be your accountability partner and cheerlead you as you empower yourself and finally create the life you've always dreamed of mind, body, and spirit. And I love that. I mean, even as you're talking, you can hear that connection piece of things that like all three are connected, mind, body, and spirit. So I'm wondering, can you talk a little bit about your perspective on that? And if you've always felt that way or how you really came about to them? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I kind of went on a little wellness journey myself, which kind of brought me to all of this. I, you know, I think a lot of us, like those college years, man, they can just be so rough for yes. some of us. <laughs> yes. um, and I kind of just grew up, you know, unhealthy, I would say. I think a lot of us kind of grew up, you know, a lot of frozen dinners, um, like lack of activity and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely I was what they would say in the obese category. I want to be careful when I get those sure. labels, but just sure. unhealthy and not feeling great. Um, and so I actually started, I moved to Wisconsin, went to college. I was like, get me out of this town, moved away. Um, and I originally was going to school for education. Uh-huh. I did clinicals and I was like, nope, this is not babysitting. So uh-huh. long story <laughs> short, I um, moved back home and ended up just, yeah, falling more in love with myself and having respect for myself, um, falling into my faith life, finding the Lord, um, talking to my husband. We were dating at the time and I ended up switching my major to nutrition. And that's kind of what started all of that. Um, Now, I definitely think, you know, it kind of goes both ends. I think I was kind of on the extreme where I lived this like really unhealthy lifestyle and then became also obsessive. Sure. But I think through just like self-care and so much therapy, shout out to all the therapists out there. So needed. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah, that just kind of helped me find like a neutral, happy ground. So yeah, that kind of comes to that. That's great. You know, what's really interesting too, is I feel like a lot of times, you know, when we go through hard things in life, I mean, we're not thrilled about it, right? We're like, oh, why is this happening? Why do we have to deal with this? But a lot of times those hard moments become our passions. You know, people like take the the hard things that they learn and are able to then help other people. And that's what I hear through your messages. You really struggled with some things, um, but you've, I mean, it sounds like you found yourself, you found the Lord, you know, um, your relationship with your husband, all of those good things happened. Um, and now ultimately you're serving women very likely in some of the same positions that you were in before. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah, I think it, for sure. I think we all have that inner voice where maybe we want to kind of quiet that or pretend like a lot of that crap didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But let's be real. I think when we do just own our story and we find, you know, so much power in that, when we can share with others, you know, really all you have to do is just say yes to the Lord. I so firmly believe in that. Uh To just kind of silence all the gibberish in your head. And yeah, just kind of surrender to what God is going to throw your way. I think such beautiful things can come from that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's probably not always easy to do, I would imagine. Totally not. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we've only been married for 2.5 years and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. And being a mom now, I'm like, it definitely tests your patience. Oh, However, for sure. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I have a three-year-old son, and um, it, it, it's great. I love being a mom. There have been some really hard moments, and I always mention that because um, a lot of times I think we only talk about the good moments of being a parent, and it's really important totally. to mention there are some really, really hard moments. Um, and I do think that can at times test your patience. And even in some ways, I think it can be hard to really stay mindful of of other things in your life, like where you feel um, that your passion is pulling you. If you, it's kind of hard, I think, sometimes for parents to stay focused on both things, on being a parent, being, you know, a, a spouse, um, and then also following their passions. It can feel like a lot to juggle at one time. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, even I just feel like in this pregnancy, I think most of us feel this way. First trimester, I was like, I'm giving up. I'm not going to work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Second trimester, I like dove into my business. Everything was so good. And then even now at the end of this pregnancy, I'm like, well, how do I feel about everything? But yeah. I think that's just the beauty in motherhood. Yes. You know, it's like we get to experience all these different emotions. And yeah, it's all beautiful at the end of the day. And we just have to remind each other of that. Oh, for sure. Well, and I think it does take people that are also in the trenches with you to say like, oh, that really does suck. <laughs> that really does oh, suck. Oh, for sure. You know? Community yeah. is so important important and not just Instagram. It's like you need yes. real women in your life to really tell you how it is. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, cause I think that we can at times like paint some pretty pictures. Um, cause I mean, if you look at like Instagram feeds, the majority of time, oh my gosh, people's life just looks like amazing. Like there's no difficulties, there's no struggles and, and that can kind of isolate us and, and help us feel lonely. So I do love that you mentioned like real life people, um, that you're able to, you know, to really partner with and, um, build a community with. So that's pretty cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong. It's like we all want to look at pretty things, right? Like, yes, it's fine to have a beautiful feed. I like will edit my photos to attempt to have them look. I'm not a photographer at all, but attempt to look the same. But um, totally, your fo- okay, just... your Instagram's beautiful. Sorry to interrupt you, but your Instagram is beautiful, <laughs> oh, so you're doing a good job. <laughs> Literally, my husband takes all of the pictures and I edit I it on. I don't even know what the app is called on my phone. Yeah, but I do. I try so much in my stories and things like that. Yeah, yeah I just encourage women go out there you don't have to wear makeup I actually have this giant sty on my eye right now that I keep talking about oh, sure. in all my videos because yeah. I think you do you just really need to own where you are and you yeah. cannot be expected to be perfect all the time yeah for sure well and I think that that vulnerability piece of things and just showing up as the real you um, is so beneficial for those around you and for yourself I think when we hide things and they're in secret like that gives them so much power over us But when you can just say, you know, I'm kind of having a bad day or I don't feel real confident about this or literally I haven't been able to get ready for the day yet or whatever that may be. I think that um, really helps other people know, too, that it's okay to have those hard moments. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the more raw and vulnerable that you can be. um, And like I said, I think too, reaching out to other women, I think building that tribe of women, I think being really selective and careful with who you follow on social media. um, Totally. I go through a binge once in a while where I will like follow a bunch of like Christian accounts and I'll unfollow a bunch of people that maybe don't fuel my soul as much. Um, And just be careful who you surround yourself with is so important. Yeah, I would agree with that. I do go through there sometimes. And if there's, um, you know, and, and it's not necessarily, I just want to be clear with what I'm saying. It's not that that person necessarily is doing anything purposely to not be a positive influence. They probably are a positive influence for other people, but for whatever, for me personally in that moment, it's not helpful. It's not beneficial. It doesn't lift me up. And so I do that same thing. I unfollow people and it has nothing to do with them. It's all about me and like my perception of how I'm like taking in that information. But sometimes we have to do that. I really think to protect our minds truly. 
Absolutely. Oh, for sure. You absolutely have to protect and guard your heart. Yeah. Even like I was just saying in my pregnancy, I feel like it's just such a roller coaster. Yes. We're all kind of in that. So yeah, you definitely need different things at different times, which I think could be the beauty in social media as yes, well. Absolutely. Yeah. There are definitely some benefits. You know, a lot of times we talk about the negative aspects of it, but you know, I've just met some really cool people. Like honestly, we probably would not, would not have connected if it wasn't for social media. I know, Kelly. How cool is yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, really, I mean, we're what? Let's see. I'm probably like three hours from you, which I mean, is a, a yeah. long ways. But still, like we never would have connected um, just so because, cool. it, you know, so it's it's pretty neat. And um, the majority of people that I've interviewed, too, are people that, yeah, I've just never even met. And some people like in different countries even. And it's like, you know, back in the day that never would have been able to happen or it, it could have, but it would have been much harder to find people, I would think, you know. Totally. So. And you have to go get stamps and write letters and do right. all that. So I'm all about social media. I think right. it's great. I do too. That's great. Stamps. I love that. You're so right. I had to buy some stamps the other day. I mean, you know, I mail some things, but it's not like it was. It used to be, you know. So it really is not. I love that. I love that so <laughs> much. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, you know, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about, you know, I, I know you mentioned earlier that you were working for like a bigger gym and at that point you really loved that, but have you always kind of had this, this fire in you to own your own business or is this something that just more recently you were like, yep, I think I want to do this. Oh my gosh. It was the most random thing. <laughs> I honestly, so I think actually the majority of my life, you know, I knew I fell in love with like women's wellness and all of that, but I really, in my heart just wanted to be a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. My grandma, she probably was like my biggest influence and she stayed at home with her kiddos growing up. And yeah, I always just loved that. Yeah. That peace I think that can come and craziness yeah, that yeah. can come from just being <laughs> able to be so stable in your kids' lives. However, um, yeah, I think like I kind of mentioned, I saw this demand when I was a personal trainer, I was working part time and I just saw this super intense demand for women to have more one-on-one attention specifically in these different seasons of their life. Um, so, and honestly, I also, when I had Miss Evelyn, that changes everything when you have a kiddo. Oh yeah. So sure. I just kind of figured, why not? You know, what's the worst that can happen? So the biggest thing was I didn't really want to worry about like renting out space and doing all of that. I wanted to be at home as much as possible because we do at the time, you know, we we do want to grow a family. So yeah, yeah, literally, like I said, we flipped our garage into a studio and Kelly, I'm telling you, if I can train from my garage, I feel like anybody can do anything. (laughs) I think at the end of the day, it really is just a service. It's that connection with women um, that people are looking for. Yeah. I agree. That connection piece, I think, is huge. I really do. You know, I think that's what we all want in life, even people who uh, maybe don't require as much social interaction um, as other people might. I think that we just ultimately want to know that um, there's there's someone out there that really, truly cares about us. I think that's really the root of the majority of people. So I think being able to offer that connection, regardless if you're in your garage or if you're in <laughs> a, you know, a big office building or whatever that looks like, I think that's what's most important. So I love that perspective. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So it sounds like, you know, we talked earlier about um, your journey and how that kind of led you to be, you know, pretty passionate about women's health. Um, But I I am wondering a little bit more about that. You know, is it, it, was it something where just after, I know you mentioned like after or during college, that was pretty hard. So just after college um, with the switches of majors and everything, you were like, you know, this is something that I'm really passionate about. Or as you have become a mother, do you think that passion has increased? Is that fair to say? I don't want to. 
Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. When you have a baby, I think that changes a lot of things, but I think even kind of before that, just from like a physical standpoint. So I was diagnosed with pelvic floor dysfunction in high school, which was crazy because as a high schooler, you're like, what the heck is your pelvic floor? Right. Right. I have no idea what this is. Um, but yeah, I just had a lot of like digestion issues and tummy issues and stuff. Like my whole life I was born that way. Um, I saw a lot of dietitians and things like that. And it just got so bad. I actually, TMI, but I feel like not TMI, you probably have mostly female listeners. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Absolutely. I literally was so constant. I didn't go to the bathroom for two months. It was oh my horrible. Gosh. It was awful. so horrible. And so my mom, she like got the mama bear claws out. She was like, we're taking you to Mayo yeah. um, in Rochester. So I went and oh my gosh, they were so beautiful down there. And right away they were like, definitely it's a muscular issue. It's pelvic floor dysfunction. So I did pretty intense physical therapy there um, for two weeks, three uh-huh. times a day. And yeah, that kind of was my first introduction to, wow, it's like, I don't even know what my pelvic floor is, you know, I kind of planted that seed. Um, So just kind of seeing the progress that came with learning about my body, finding empowerment in that. Um, And then I think combined with all of the crazy college years, (laughs) just finding respect for myself and for the women around me um, kind of really led to wanting to teach others and educate others on their body. Yeah, I love that. It's like, you know, the more you know, the more you know. And so um, I think that's really, it, it is, it's just super empowering for sure. Um, that's just, wow. I just really want to like commend you on being able to take some really hard situations and like picking out like pieces of it that really truly have led you on this life journey. I mean, thank that, you. Yeah. Sometimes I just look back and I'm like, what the heck is God doing? Yeah. <laughs> but again, I think, yeah, I think like you said earlier, you are so right that I think if we can, you know, life is not all roses, right? It's not always positive, right. but if we can really like learn from just the stuff we've gone through and apply it to others, odds are, I mean, there are, I work with so many women now who do have pelvic floor dysfunction or do have organ prolapse or things like that. And yeah. I think there definitely is more awareness now, um, just kind of in pre-postnatal health and fitness, <laughs> but definitely not enough. I think that it's definitely something that can still be talked about. So yeah, yeah. no, I think that's great. And you being willing to, to spread that and to share that is, is so powerful or, and so impactful. Um, I just really, I'm thinking about like people who maybe even are just listening and maybe right now that's not something that they're dealing with, but at some point in their life, maybe it is, or maybe they have in the past and it just really um, hits a chord with them. So I think that's just so helpful to be able to share that. So thank you for your honesty and vulnerability with all of that. Of course. Yeah, it is. It, like I said, it is so needed. I think, and two, I think a huge misconception, even with like diastasis recti, right? When your core yes. splits, a lot of times it's associated with pregnancy, but even my physical therapist will say, you know, she'll have 60 year old men or like 10 year old girls who maybe their core just didn't develop correctly. Yeah. Um, I think just learning about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So awesome and so important. That is, you know, I'm a big, big believer that everything in our body is connected and it drives me nuts. Like if I go um, and see like a doctor and they try to tell me like something's not connected to the next thing, I'm like, oh, come on. Like we're one system. Like, this all, <laughs> right? This all affects Absolutely. it. <laughs> and you know, I think as women, we do, we just kind of have, I mean, not to block out men because yeah. maybe men know too, yeah. but I think we do just kind of have that gut instinct, you know, right. and that's so natural. That just brings us back to the whole like mind, body health, right? Like that's why I'm so passionate. I 
teach a lot of like mind body classes and things like that, because I think it all starts, you know, in your gut and it starts in your mind and kind of goes from there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and this thought just came into my mind because I am a therapist. It made me think, you know, I would imagine that's really um, healing for people. Some of those classes that you do for people who have had like traumatic events in their lives as well. I could imagine that that would be really healing to be able to help get reconnected because that's a portion of it at times is being so disconnected from ourselves after events like that. So that's really cool that you have, um, you know, you have that impact. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we all have our own journeys. I, yeah, yeah, I actually went through some abuse when I was little and I think it's so crazy now that I have worked with so many people, how many women have encountered that yes. and trauma is different for everybody, right? Yep. Like it doesn't always need to be these extreme cases, but sometimes it is, right. sometimes it isn't, sometimes it's just how we perceive things. Um, but yeah, I think to just be heard, I think to have that attention to just, yeah, tell your story to somebody, have them hear it and to just kind of face yourself and own your story so much healing can come from that absolutely absolutely and i am a firm believer um just one last thought on that that when when somebody does something to us that we didn't have control over um whenever it is doesn't matter the age that you are but that moment that you start to um realize that you do have the power now you may not have in that moment but you do now that takes away power from them and really gives you ownership over that um and the ability to decide from there on out like where am I going to go with this what do I want to do with this and so I think that's just really cool yes and yeah so empowering I feel like I just keep saying that word again and again (laughs) but there is so much about women's health that is just so empowering like you were just saying I think just even learning about your body oh what is your pelvic floor like how does your pelvic floor feel right now how does the tension in your belly feel right now like how's your heart how's your head just checking in with all of those things um yeah I think can be so healing no matter what your journey has been yes absolutely that's a very very valid point You know, I'm wondering, can you talk a little bit about the services that you offer? I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. So I do mainly coaching one-on-one. I literally cannot get enough of just hearing people's stories and like helping them figure their crap out. I just love it. Um, So that varies. I would say mostly right now I'm doing specifically free postnatal. So a lot of times that's just kind of emotional support, uh, maybe like nutrition advice and then a lot of physical activity is specific to your pregnancy because Lord knows we all have completely different pregnancies, right? right? They're yes. all so different. Um, so a lot of that I do like online coaching, which is so fun. It's so funny. I actually am like, not a technology person uh-huh. at all. And then I, there was one week where I literally had three clients. They all had kids that they usually bring to their sessions and they were all running late. They called me and they were like, can we just talk on the phone or can we just FaceTime? So that's when I kind of saw, okay, maybe there is really a need yeah. for online coaching. So I do a lot of the now super fun um, and super easy. People could just like work out in their pajamas. So right. <laughs> that works out. That's um, so cool. Yeah. And then I also co-own another company called she which we do a lot of like retreats and workshops where we do like circle processing and yoga and eat a bunch of yummy food and yeah so that's kind of where my heart my passions have been with my business right now okay so I didn't realize that I have saw some can you tell us a little bit more about she because I I know I've seen some stuff about it but I would love to know more about that Kelly, you need to come to a retreat. I would Seriously. love that. Keep me posted. I'm <laughs> serious. I'll come so to it. That's fun. awesome. <laughs> They're so fun. Yeah, so I co-owned it with Mary, who owns Foxy. It's like a boutique downtown. Yes. Grand Forks. They have the most adorable clothing. They do. Um, and she just has a heart of gold. Yeah, so it's so funny. We actually both graduated from school together um, a couple years apart, but it was crazy. The Lord literally just put 
both of us on each other's hearts. We hadn't talked in forever um, and randomly just connected one day. And we just saw such, again, such a need to really emphasize women's wellness in our community. You know, there just isn't a ton. So yeah, so a lot of circle processing, um, we do yoga, we do, like I said, eating lots of yummy food. I feel like I always talk about that, but it's so fun eating food with your girls, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, and we just get really raw and vulnerable and women just have a chance to share whatever they feel comfortable sharing. Um, we cover different topics every month. So yeah, we've done like healing. Um, we're doing like a Mother's Day one coming up, keeping it kind of fun. You can bring your mom and your kiddos. Oh, cool. So yeah, yeah, super fun. That's awesome. You know, what's really funny is um, that is how I think I shared this with you, but that is how I actually got connected with you is because I follow um, Voxy online and then I like to shop there. They do have the most adorable clothes. Seriously. It's so cute in there. I know. It's adorable. And now that I know you have connections to Mary, because I have her on my list of potential um, podcast guests. Oh my gosh. I think she she would be so fun. She just would be so fun to to interview. But that's just so cool that you guys have that. I definitely um, would love to learn more about that and certainly keep me posted on that because I would love to come to one of those. I just think Yes, we would love to have you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I'm wondering since we're along the same lines, can we talk about like the, I think it was called topless yoga. Is that what you, yeah, is that what you did? <laughs> yes, you did? Yes, I wasn't yes. sure if that was part of oh, she or if that was part of your. You thing. should have seen my husband's face. He was like, well, I was so funny a couple months ago. I did, I did a prenatal workshop called Pound While You're Round about sex during pregnancy. Oh my God. <laughs> yoga and he's like Kristen this is getting out of hand I had to back away from the mic because I was laughing so hard oh my gosh I love that that's hilarious it was great I know we had a couple name options to choose from but that just got yeah the most attention on Instagram so like we have to go with this one oh my god that's hilarious but yeah yeah so we we actually had a couple of women that had been to our retreats who had, they had gone to like a topless yoga event, I think in the cities. Oh, okay. um, and they just were like, you need to have this here. And of course, I mean, yeah, we're like a Christian based company. And we're like topless yoga is that right. <laughs> it is way more modest than it sounds. Really the whole idea behind it is if you want to, you obviously don't have to, but to be just in your sports bra. And that is so empowering to be around a group of women to see different bodies yeah. um and to just kind of put yourself out there to be vulnerable <laughs> it was so funny actually at the start of the retreat we're all just kind of sitting there and everybody looks around and then just takes our shirt off oh my god <laughs> i think three minutes into it you don't even realize that yeah your yeah <laughs> absolutely you know i just one thing that i just really love about that is i think that um if i can share a little bit of a story with you real quick but um so I was I was actually I was going to gym class the other day and typically I wear um they're just kind of like I don't know what you would call kind of they're not leggings but kind of like that you know kind of like joggers I guess you would consider them so anyway I just wear those but um it's so hot in there I mean because it's spinning or rpm if you've heard of that so cycling so it's like really hot I mean you're like really going so I thought you know what I'm just gonna wear like some capri pants like that's not like that drastic right okay but in my mind I was like oh I don't know I'm so I'm really pale you know I don't know if I want to show my legs off all that stuff but then I thought about it and I was like okay no one is even going to notice and if they do who the hell cares like really it's not going to like make or break me and I went there and not a single person noticed like nobody cared and I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in like what (laughs) other people are going to think of us and typically that's not even things that they think nor are they ever thinking about whatever it is that we're concerned about and so I just think how freeing to be worried about like feeling like doing the topless yoga but being worried about what people are going to think and then just being able to do it and realize 
it doesn't it doesn't matter really you know it's it doesn't matter um it's not going to scare people away by any means and if anything I think it builds relationships to be able to to experience that together Oh, I love that example. That is a good job, Kelly. That's oh, amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. Because I think when we make those choices to just, you know, not listen to that voice in our head and just right. kind of move on, we see so much growth from that. And you probably had a killer spin class. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Even the morning that we hosted Topless Yoga, I was like trying to figure out his words for We all know how your boobs get when you're pregnant. Yeah. So yep. I totally had all these thoughts going in my head. I'm like, should I wear this one? But maybe that will look too inappropriate. Or should I wear that one? But it's not as comfortable. And all these thoughts running through my head. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is the problem. Right. You know, we do. We kind of all like we don't realize it, but we kind of have that checklist that we go through before we leave the house. Right. And again, of course, like I kind of said about the Instagram thing, you know, it's like we all want to be pretty or whatever. And that's okay. I think that's okay. But I think it's, yeah, being able to kind of silence that negative self-talk and again, just own your body where you're at. Be comfortable. Um, Yeah. I feel like I never want to wear a shirt again. I just want to be in my sports. And working from home, that's kind of what. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think the thing of it is too, like you said, like, like owning it, you know, owning your truths, owning your body, you know, and, and really loving yourself. I think that makes, makes a huge impact and difference. And like, for me, like I've been pale my whole 32 or however, am I 32? I don't know how old I am. My whole 32 <laughs> years, like I've always had porcelain skin. It's not like this is new. Okay. Like, it's not like totally. I just didn't get like a summer tan. Like, no, I am just pale. And so when I can own that and be okay, with that and not really care about that that just makes a huge difference I think oh and isn't there such freedom and that to just like not care I noticed so much that after I had Evelyn you know I think yeah I think becoming a mom I think going through the whole well we all know after like going through the birthing process you right. just do not care you're like whoever's in the room whatever right uh, <laughs> that's so true don't care <laughs> um yeah so I think that is so cool to just be able like you said to own your body where you're at to silence that like negative self-talk um and just move on I we were just talking about this at our last retreat it's just that bodies are so cool it's so cool and empowering to learn yes like how the tension is in your body how to heal your body but also bodies just don't need to be that big of a deal you know I just think there's so many bigger things in our life that we can focus on like relationships and building those relationships and prioritizing where we want to spend our time Um, and I'm sure a lot of us do not want to spend a lot of time yeah, fretting about our bodies. Right, absolutely. Well, and I share with uh, my clients that I work with often, you know, if there's something going on um, body image wise, I mean, I do this for myself. Like if I'm having a hard time, like I look and I'm like, wow, look, my legs carry me every single day. They allow me to walk. I can run, maybe not well, but I can run. (laughs) I can move. I can chase after my son. I can, you know, and so once you start, I think too, like really reminding yourself of all the things that you can do, not what you can't or not what you don't like about yourself. I think that really can change your life. Oh, I love that, Kelly. Yes. I just wrote a blog post actually on oh, affirmations. Yeah. I am such a believer in affirmations. Um, that actually I think was probably one of the biggest things you know, that my therapist and I worked on in those college years yeah. because I did. I was just, I was so deep in a hole where I just had such body dysmorphia and I was just constantly aware of how my body was feeling or what I was going to be eating next or whatever. And there is so much like science-based evidence that backs up like saying affirmations, look yourself in the eyes, say it like you need it, look in the mirror. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like put my hands literally on my belly and like look at my belly and talk 
talk to my belly and say, I love you. Thank you for all that you've done. Yeah, and it really does make a difference. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You know, I know that you've mentioned therapy and I love that you did. Um, and I've been to therapy as well. And I, I always tell clients like therapists need therapists. Like we all need therapy. I think yes. the thing of it is, is that it's so freeing. And at times you don't even realize things that are weighing you down. And once you can work through those and you're able to um, get past that, it, it just, there's so, it's so much um, weight, I guess, off your shoulders. It's amazing. Sometimes I'll tell my husband, like, I'll just like sit there and think like, I am so calm right now. This is not <laughs> and I'm like, really, this is like not typical for me, but I am so calm. Like it feels so great to be this calm and to think oh, for I years I wasn't, you know, because I didn't want to like face whatever I was going through. But once you can and you get past that, it's just, oh, it, it's just amazing. It's amazing the difference it can make. So I think that's great that you went. For sure. Well, like I said, I kind of think even if we don't realize it at the time, I think owning your story, I think having somebody, a third party person that you can just kind of talk to um, and process some of the stuff you've been through. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, actually, so my husband and I always started going when we were dating because I was like, dude, if you're going to be with me, this is, we just have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we started going and it's so funny. He like loves it now because he sees what a difference it makes. You know, I'm sure in him, but yeah. in me, I feel like after a therapy session, I'm just, yeah, I'm so calm. I'm able to kind of focus on really what we're shooting for, you know, our goals and things like that. Right. Right. I love that. And I love that you involved him in that. That's really cool. And I think that's, oh my gosh, I feel like you have to, I yeah. highly recommend marriage therapy to anybody, even if you don't think that you need it. We do. We just do. We've all, like I said, we all have a story. We all have a journey. I think that even if you feel like you're in a good place, maybe that's even, I mean, you're a therapist, but maybe that's the best time oh, yeah, it is. to focus on things because I think that's when you actually have a clear mind to learn how to communicate with each other, to understand each other's stories and understand where you come from. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you, you hit that spot on. That's what I often tell people is, you know, I mean, yes, come in when you're in crisis for sure, but stick around to when things have calmed so that we can really do some of that work. Because when you're in crisis mode, we're just trying to deal with the crisis that you have in this moment and it's it's not wise often to dig deeper than that in a crisis moment because that just adds to the crisis you know totally you're in fight or fight yeah Yeah. and so like in those moments when things are going better in life those are some some really key moments to be able to work through some really heavy stuff because you personally are at a better place to be able to look through that so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we go see right now. We see Teresa Knutson at Northern Christian Counseling Center. She is amazing. Is she? Oh. Um, she, oh my gosh, she's so good. Yeah, she's so good at just validating like where we're at um, yep. and just helping us communicate and all of that. Um, for sure. Yeah, she's helped us out a lot. That's really good. Well, shout out to her because she sounds fantastic. So <laughs> that's is. really cool. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering um, if you could only offer one word or not just one word, but one statement, you know, whether it's a recommendation, it's just an encouraging word, whatever that would be for women as they navigate this challenging world and even um, just life in general, it could be motherhood, whatever that may look like. What do you think you would say? Yeah. So two things come to mind. Is that fair? Can I have Yeah, two? absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think one thing that I think really makes a difference is, you know, obviously a lot of us have different faith lives, but I think just saying yes to the Lord, uh-huh. I think being able to just, like I kind of talked about silencing all that gibberish, 
um, and listening to him and just trusting him. I read the Jesus is Calling devotions. Have you read those oh, before? Oh, yes. Those are good. Yep. Yep. I read mean, one this they morning. never get old. Mm-hmm. No, they Every don't. Every morning, I'm blown away. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, Absolutely. yes, God, I get it. And I think, yeah, I think something that's really been on my heart lately that I just want to share with other people is, so, okay, so Jacob and I have just, we've only been married for two and a half years and we have gone through so much craziness, like moving into two houses, having two pregnancies, yeah. Daryl, our dog, Um, And I think that, gosh, I just look back at all the times I spent worrying and anxious and longing for things when it's like God brought us to this beautiful place if I had just trusted him, you know? So yes, yeah. yeah, so I would say trust the Lord, say yes to the Lord. Um, and also I think just own your story. We have all gone through so much shit. Excuse my language. No, no, we you're all good. have a journey. We all have a story. And I think the more that you can own that and find confidence in that and just process some of this stuff, Oh my gosh, I feel like women just shine after they do that. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's awesome. I love I love that so much. And absolutely, you could say five or ten if you wanted, but I love the two that you <laughs> yeah. chose. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. So I'm wondering, as we're working on wrapping this up, can I ask you a few questions that I ask every guest? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you familiar with Brene Brown? Have you heard of her? And if not, that's okay, but... I am obsessed with her. Oh my I'm gosh. not gonna lie. I haven't read any of her books, That's which okay. is ridiculous because okay. I need to. Yeah. But I just watched her Netflix documentary. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she is amazing. Yeah, she um basically is a badass. I mean, that's like the best way I can summarize her. Like she just is herself. Um, and I mean, it's obviously taken her some work. It's not like she just like woke up one day and was like that, but she just is herself. And, um, she talks about things that other people shy away from and wants to share vulnerability and courage and all of that. So yeah, I love that. I love that she has that, um, her documentary is great for anyone who hasn't watched it. Like I would definitely recommend it. Highly recommend. Yeah. I literally am usually in bed at like nine o'clock every night. I uh-huh. stayed up late to watch it. It was that good. Yeah. And I felt like a changed woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love stuff like that. I, I was looking, um, I don't know too much about him, but, um, Tony Robbins, I know that like, he's big in like the, um, like kind of like self-improvement or yep. personal development, whatever you may say. I saw that he had a Netflix special too. I was like, oh, I'll be darn. I don't know much about him, but I was like, I'll listen. I'll listen. I'll try anything once. So like, yes, I highly, <laughs> yeah, totally. I highly recommend it. And I'm such a podcast person. I love oh, listening yeah. to podcasts. Yeah. But so even just, yeah, putting Netflix on in the background, listening to what they have to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It can make a huge difference. And so I love that. I actually went to a Brene Brown brunch after. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not even kidding. My, one of my friends, she had it and there was, I think, there was like four or five of us and we all came over and we had brunch and then we watched her this documentary oh, it was amazing gosh, just amazing yeah, it was just so fun to be surrounded <laughs> by like you know like-minded women and just be able to to watch it and talk and laugh and and all of that and you know every good thing happens around food so we had fruit yeah, yeah. and all like delicious said, things women so. love to hang out and eat food i love it yeah <laughs> yeah for sure for sure you know i think that um one thought and then I'll, i swear i'll get to the question but i do think one <laughs> thing about food is that um you know it's it's such a social thing it's kind of how you like nurture people um in, in another way besides like obviously words and actions and things like that but i really do feel mm-hmm. like when people are offering food like they're offering like love and and nourishment and that's why it's so hard for people to i think to say like no when like grandma makes a pie because that's grandma's <laughs> way of saying that she loves you you know and so it feels like turning away her love so yes literally food is the love language it yes. is i don't care what people say it totally is yes, yes. absolutely I think, oh my gosh that's a whole other topic that we can get into but that's why i just feel so important it's like never restrict if you take anything from 
this, whoever is listening. Yeah, yes. never restrict or anything like that because I think that food is meant to be enjoyed, you know, in moderation, yeah. obviously. But yeah, absolutely, food absolutely. is good. Like I said, I love chocolate. I love peanut butter. All the goods. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Same. <laughs> you know, um, I will say that if you ever want to come back and we have a conversation on that, I would love that because I think that would be really helpful for people as well. I so. would love that. Yes. Yeah, we should definitely keep that in mind. Okay. So Brene Brown, she talks in one of her books called The Braving the Wilderness. Um, all of her books are fantastic, the ones that I've read so far. So, But um, she talks about braving the wilderness. And so basically what it is, it's this concept. This is my words, not hers. But um, it's this concept of walking into the wilderness alone and finding yourself and others along the way. So I'm wondering if there's a time when you feel like you've stepped into that wilderness and you felt pretty isolated and alone, but throughout your time there, you were able to find yourself and other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of times that come to mind, but I think, yeah, I keep talking about kind of those college years. I think just because I was making so many choices that were just so out of my character. And I uh-huh. think a lot of us are just so embarrassed about those moments yes. um, that it can just be hard to own. So I would say, yeah, when I was probably living in Wisconsin, going to school, um, just partying all yeah. of the time and just kind of deep into that lifestyle. But I would say probably the most isolated I felt was when I was living there, but I was also kind of beginning my wellness journey. So that meant, you know, saying no to those parties and losing some of those friends, spending a lot of nights alone on my own in my dorm room, like doing yoga and praying and whatever. Um, Yeah, which is, that was like a super lonely time. But again, saying yes to the Lord, trusting the Lord. Um, I mean, it was the only amount of time that I started talking to my husband and he brought in so many awesome Uh. people into my life. And then, yeah, looking now at my job, it's like I get to work with these beautiful, incredible women that lift me up all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I do believe that in um, helping professions, I often, I often think this and have even told people this before, like the benefit that you get from helping somebody else helps you like I swear like tenfold like I learned so much from my clients I swear I learned so much from them every single day I'm blown away um, by people's resiliency I'm blown away by their perspectives I'm always constantly learning from my clients and I just love to be able to have that so I think that's so humbling you never know other people's stories you think you do but you never really do yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) and it's such an honor too to be able to hold space for someone's story I mean that's just one of the biggest honors I think is for someone to trust you to be able to share those vulnerable moments is is huge for sure absolutely you know I think it's really interesting too because you know it sounds like you had um, some really lonely moments but then when you were getting to that point where it's like oh this is getting pretty lonely then your husband came in you know I think sometimes I was thinking about this the other day it's almost like, you know, when I, I was actually at the gym again. I swear I'm not trying to talk about the gym all the time, but legitimately <laughs> this is what happened. So I was at the gym and uh, we're, you know, we're spinning away and I happened to look out the window and it was brighter. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy because it was so dark when we got in there and look how bright it is now. And I just had this thought. I was like, wow, what a difference an hour makes. You know, and I was like, well, that's a kind oh, of like, is that so true? Yeah. Like I don't, it just like hit me because I was like, that's kind of an interesting thought. So I wanted to think more on that. And I just like, I think a lot of times we're ready to stop before, like if we just waited a little bit longer, if we waited an hour longer, if we waited a few days more, if we waited, whatever that may be, like how would our lives look if we didn't just give up in that moment? And that's kind of what it sounds like for you is like, you know, you were struggling, being, you know, lo- feeling lonely um, and trying to maintain the way that you wanted to go. And then your husband came into your life. I just think that's so cool. Oh, absolutely. Again, it's trusting your journey, trusting where you're going, um, and just trusting yourself. You know, sometimes I think we need to sit through that pain. You have to kind of sit through that loneliness. Um, But I think if you just stay consistent 
beautiful things can come out of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I've shared this. People who listen to the podcast every week are probably like, okay, we've heard this like 20 times. But seriously, I'm always <laughs> so impressed because every time I ask somebody this question, it, it never fails that something good came out of those moments of stepping into the wilderness of those lonely Ugh. moments of those moments. I love that. Yeah. It's just, it's so when I, when I wanted to ask this question, I never anticipated like the weight of um, what people would share and how that would truly just help me to see like, man, those crappy moments were worth it. They really were, oh. you know? So it's really cool to be able to see that. Beautiful. So I'm wondering, can you share um, who sticks out as like your biggest encouragers? And you can see as many people as you want, because I know it's hard to narrow down. I used to make people pick one, but I'm like, oh, but that's so tough because there's more than that. So however many you feel. I love that. Okay. Yeah. There's like a million and one people that are coming into my mind yeah. right now. I really do believe when you like cultivate that positivity and you surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. People just come into your life. Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, obviously I would say the Lord, I think that just the deeper my relationship has come with him. But I think through the different seasons in my life that has changed. Um, yeah. I found like a newfound encouragement in him. Cause like you were kind of saying, you know, you have a three-year-old Evelyn, she is like a year and a half. Sometimes, oh my gosh, I we are on a roller coaster. One minute I love her, so I love her always. But you know, we're in this like wishy warm fuzzy. And the next minute, she's like chucking a glass plate across the room. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> so, yes. And I'm like, absolutely. where did you find that? I swear, I put everything away. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. So I think to just be able to turn always, no matter where I'm at, um, to the Lord. And then second encourager for sure, my husband. He is my rock. Um, he also does construction, so he built my studio which is oh, amazing awesome. That's great. <laughs> so yeah yeah he's a multi-fire fighter that does construction on the side so yeah so he um I think yeah in that physical way was able to kind of build that um but then also yeah just kind of that emotional support and healing in my journey um other supporters I would say yeah like, kind of like we talked about I think all the women that I work with they blow me away constantly yeah. um with hearing their stories and learning their stories and seeing that they do come out on the other side um seeing that time and time again and coaching them through that time and time again is so uplifting and so empowering yeah absolutely that's so great I'm really glad that you you know you really trusted and just like stepped out there and decided to you know to make some progress with it that's so cool well you know I'm wondering if you know if you can share if someone wants to follow your journey where would they best follow you on social media yeah, absolutely. So I definitely would say I've been into Instagram lately. Again, I'm not yeah. a huge like technology person. <laughs> yeah. But um it is kind of fun, you know, yeah, having Jacob play a photographer and <laughs> do yeah. that and all that. So yeah, so I would say, yeah, I post pretty regularly, but I'm more so I'm pretty active in my stories. Um, just kind of showing up and talking about the day-to-day stuff. And then two, just various topics that I feel pretty confident on. So I have my personal page, um, and then I also have my business page throughout the wellness, both on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And we'll link those on our website too. Um, so people will be able to to access you there as well. So awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. I know that can be hard, especially as a parent to be able to try oh to find my gosh. that time. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like I need to go to spin class with you now. Oh my gosh, I would love that. <laughs> it's so fun. I just go to the best gym, I tell you. So it's just uh-huh. it's so much fun. They're just so kind. Love it. So yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Kelly and the Encouragers podcast. 
for all things related to this episode, please go to www.kellysisson.com backslash podcast, where you can find transcript from today's show and links for today's guest. A special thank you to our producer, Joe Burkett, and our assistant, Carrie, who both helped to make this podcast possible. See you next week for another episode. Thank you.